0: And what's going on everyone welcome back to another episode of business is pleasure it's crazy because this episode is long overdue Con and i took about like a three week hiatus of not doing any podcasts, which was totally totally our fault um life man like life gets guessing the way sometimes life definitely gets in way times but we are back we first want to apologize for the delay guys but guys, like this is podcast episode number fifty-five. So you guys could have like watched all those other episodes in the meantime. So you, there's a lot of content there for you guys to keep up with. But again, thank you guys so much for checking us out. Of course, my name is John Francis, as usual. And if this is your first time checking out, Business is Pleasure, this is where we take some time to talk about our business, talk about our relationships, and how those two dynamics are coming together. Um the way we usually start the show is how was
1: your week? You- just go. Huh? Just go, good. Don't worry.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. being for reason. Um, so my week was good. I can't
1: really remember what I did. How uh, did you know it was good, then? Because all was
0: good. Life is blessed. Okay. So also so blessed about this week? I mean,
1: living, breathing, existing.
0: Mm-hmm. Anything else? Could you be more, maybe a bit specific? Did you do anything? You had, like, a week off from, like, your full-time job. I didn't
1: really feel like it, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I had a week off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a week off, why? and I just worked on my other job, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah. And come on, was, babe, try to make this interesting a bit.
1: Babe, I'm trying to think. That's why I told you to go first, because I didn't know what I was so, thinking come on, of. come on,
0: babe. You're good at, like, bouncing on your feet, being light, like, come no, on, I No, you, you, ruined you
1: ruined my thing, but try I... a little thing. You
0: know? I know it's been a while. We haven't done this in three weeks. So this is like new to you right now and honestly i feel so hot and sweaty yeah i'm really hot oh too. yo this honestly guys right now too, okay the craziest, the craziest thing about people from ontario so we're about like nine months of bad weather <laughs> and we pray for good weather but once the good weather comes, we complain the whole time. Can't yeah, we can't handle it. Yeah, we can't handle it. It's hot. Really hot. It feels like Jamaica, Miami, Los Angeles. Like it's yeah, hot. hot. It's hot. But I'm not going to lie. Like, I got a little, look, like, you know, a little tan. So, you know, the skin tone's looking blessed. Look, a little chocolatey. So, I can't complain too much, you know? I can't complain too, too much, you know? You're chocolate? a little more chocolatey. more extra chocolatey. Okay. But yeah, um, since college does not talk all of a sudden, um, for myself, my week was okay, to be honest with you. Um, right now uh, for the last two weeks, we've been trying to like get back on the consistent train, the consistent train, trying to just, like, of course, just be as consistent as much as possible. Because with us, we've always talked about like, hey, like, how can we, continually be consistent as a business, as a couple, so our business, of course, can. No, no, I can't. I can't. It's good. Like, you no, know, only like, oh, got good posture. Yeah. So, like you know. So like just trying to be as consistent as possible as always. So with me it's trying to get back of, of course, like I said, on that consistent train, posting frequently, finding new events, um, showcasing our content, thrifting, of course, as always. So it's good. Um one thing that I really liked about my week per se was that um the regular wholesaler, well not wholesaler, well they say they're wholesalers. Well they're wholesalers. Well they yeah. yeah, places that where we pick or whatever, um they're changing locations, so so we've been forced to go all the way to Mississauga and Bradford and thrift. And sometimes I forget, it's like, the place I've been going is good, but these places are mu <laughs> bueno. They're really good. The thing, and, and, and to be honest with you, so this is the major thing that I think a lot of people have to understand about thrifting. Some of it has to do with where you thrift, but a lot of it has to do with how frequent you thrift. These pla- the place that I initially went, they only had one conveyor belt. So they'll only have one stream of clothing coming through, but now these other places they have like four or five So the amount of clothing that's going through is just five times the amount So that's five times the opportunities to actually find really dope pieces really good quality pieces just for you guys And do this for you guys. All right, so that's one thing. I really like. It's allowed me to more or less like get out of my comfort zone of only just being at one place and now like finding places in Scarborough, finding place in Masala, finding places in Brampton, you know, so I think that's really good and it's also nice too because like I'm seeing a lot of people that are in the industry who are always just so secretive about where they thrift and it's like oh crap like you thrift here, like I would have never known so I think that's always cool as well because it goes to show that like hey some of these people always have amazing pieces and it's like yo how do they come across them and it's like this is why they're going to locations that have five times the amount of stuff going through on a regular day basis so of course they're able to find five times better items potentially potentially so, I think that's really cool. And another thing, too, is, um, um, oh, yeah, so, guys, okay, I'm, I guess we'll get into that later. I want to talk about our Montreal trip and how, like, I had to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now it's fine. yeah was,
1: Might as well. That was your
0: week, no? Yeah, I guess. Okay. And so, um, I, um, so, of course, Kyle works full-time as a professor. Yeah, I got a smart bitch. What up? So, she works full-time. <laughs> <laughs> so, she works full-time. She, she works full-time as a professor, and then... So I guess like during the weekend, she was busy, she had to like help um, do, some, what did you have to do with the students, some yes, food health and stuff? Training, okay. Yeah, just some food safety training or whatever the students. So I was forced to hold the ship down, drive by myself 10 hours back and forth. As you know, for me, it's eight, nine, it's about nine hours, you know, about nine hours, you know, the way I drive, you know, put my foot on the pedal. So for me, um, nine hours in total, back and forth from Montreal to Toronto. And I think, honestly, the event went really well. For me, I think the one major thing I was worried about, well, not worried about, more so concerned, was that like, I'm used to caught being in the car, so I have someone keeping company, someone just to keep me really centered and alert while I'm driving. But I didn't have that this time. So one of the major things I just tried to do, especially when you're doing like a long four-hour road trip, was sleep 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 so the night before we're usually in bed by 11 o'clock up at 4 20 that night I was in bed by 10 o'clock just to make sure I got another an extra hour of sleep Which really helped a lot and then the event of course I think went really really well me and Collette have this new system that we're putting in place we've realized like hey these are the items that work well for us at events jeans and denim, like I just only once I'll use the denim from now on, I swear to you guys. So we stacked up on a whole bunch of denim, especially small sizes, and they literally went like hot cakes. Of course, with Levi's denim, the quality is always there, while we also have an, an amazing price point. So I think that always helps as well. And overall, the event went really well. People in Montreal are amazing as always. They had this beautiful event called St. Baptiste Day, it's like their Canada Day essentially and yeah the drive there was fine the drive back was fine so it was a really good event overall so over yeah guys i'm sorry i literally went on for 10 minutes about my week and everything
1: i hope you don't have to do any driving event by yourself anymore because i wanted to go with you yeah even though it was nice to like be at home and not have an event mm-hmm. and it was nice to like have some space with you for Yeah, yeah
0: for sure What do you me when you say that i don't feel bad right? um
1: mm-hmm. But yeah, I missed you, and I wanted to be with
0: you, at least driving, because I like, do get nervous when you're, like, traveling to the But But gets nervous about everything. If, I, if I'm
1: i in the shower, oh, is he gonna fall?
0: If I eat dinner, oh my gosh, I hope he doesn't choke. If I go to sleep, oh my god, is he breathing properly? It doesn't matter. Anything I do, like, call will find the worst thing about it, but that's why she's my baby, it's okay. That's <laughs> her way of caring, Taking the worst. It's okay. Stop. It's okay, baby, it's okay. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, like, to be honest with you I don't mind doing events by myself if I had someone there that could like literally unpack everything and pack everything up I wouldn't I would I wouldn't mind doing that by myself to be honest with you <laughs> for me the one part I hate about doing events is literally like I don't, I don't mind the driving now because for me it's just like okay let's just get there mm-hmm. but I would substitute that and also just like the packing and unpacking
1: yeah of course you
0: know but, I th- but we've been talking about how like we do events now. Let's try to be a bit more strategic in the way we curate it.
1: And it's great because it's summertime now, so we don't have to bring like huge, heavy jackets. Yeah. Like everything's just t shirts, shorts, yeah. jeans.
0: Yeah, you know, a, a couple, couple jackets. Yeah, like a couple of light jackets, a couple like, like of sweaters, and that's stuff. I and mean, that's a good thing, too. And it's like those items, too, they're a lot smaller, so we can fit like 90 t-shirts in one bag right yeah. instead of the jackets we're going for maybe like 15 yeah. yeah 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 especially if like if they're really big and they get so heavy yeah so i think that's the good part about on on packing so it's less than that we actually have to carry back and forth mm-hmm. so i really like that aspect but then one thing we also have to consider is that like usually when the items are bigger that means they usually go for a higher price point right yeah. so in the summertime right now instead of selling like 50 60 car hard jackets or selling 120 t-shirts you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i think for us like what we've done to try and like improve um our pieces per purchase is like we'll give people deals, right? So one t shirt, let's say we do it for twenty bucks, we'll do like, you know what, um two for thirty, you know? Yeah. Just like extra ten bucks and everything. And it really adds up on our bottom line. So I it, think that's important. It does.
1: And I feel like people are more willing to buy like a, more, a larger, sorry, more a higher quantity of like smaller priced items mm-hmm. than like one more expensive item. Like most people when they're shopping they're more likely to be like, yeah, I'll buy like four t-shirts for like, I don't know, 50 50 bucks, bucks. as opposed to like one
0: jacket for $50. Yeah, 100%. And I think that just goes into the psyche of like humans and the consumer. A lot of times we like to see numbers represent quantity for us. So it's like, hey, if I'm spending 50 bucks, I'm getting one thing. I can spend 50 bucks and get three. Why not? You know what I mean? And I'm the same way as well too, right? So like I definitely understand it. It's like you want to see... I guess like a return on the Mm. money that you're spending so that's
1: what i'm saying i think the difference between like a summer event and like a winter event it like balances itself out. Mm. because like we'll set in the winter we'll sell lower quantity but Mm. higher prices Mm. whereas like in the summer we sell higher quantity but lower price yeah yeah no
0: no that that definitely makes a lot of sense and then like when you think about it then that means like in the summertime we're generally thrifting a lot more for more pieces because of course we're selling a lot more frequently but price points and everything mm-hmm. so that, that's so dope that's actually so 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 true um but it, it really just goes to show like vintage in a way is a game yeah because you kind of have to like figure out like what system works best for your demographic
1: yeah and like it's crazy because we were just talking about it today um because we did a trade mm-hmm. with someone right like we got we you found bootleg um,
0: gucci sweaters also yeah. guys i wish me and college would like kick our pride aside and just make like, you forget it. We're gonna start selling bootleg stuff, but it's just a part of our brand. I think that like, one of the major things we've always talked about was like we want to sell the best, highest quality items at reasonable rates. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, the unfortunate things about bootlegs, you're not gonna get that high quality item. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think it kind of diminishes particular brands unless you can find like a cool way to integrate that into your brand. But it's which, just not us. Which
1: a lot of people do. Yeah, which like, is fine. And like if it works, for great. But if not it doesn't like it's whatever you want to go with but like i just find the interesting thing about like a game it's like we all have our like chess pieces you know what i mean like we work with certain types of things other companies work with other types of things the next company works with different types of things and you can trade accordingly and like you both find value in that you know what i mean like for example we traded our like bootleg whatever for like something that they obviously would have sold, yeah, yeah. but that we find more valuable than and the bootleg, the bootleg, bootleg. Exactly. and vice versa for them, you know what I mean? So it's like it's like everyone has their piece or their thing that they go with and they just kind of focus on that, which is kind of nice. Yeah,
0: and I think that just goes to show as well, it's like value is different from person to person, you know? One person might find value, of course, it those bootlegs, another person might be like, oh, you guys are stupid. You guys like gave away those bullets. You guys like sold them or whatever. You know what I mean? In a hundred percent, we could have, but again, it's a, it's about like our moral compass for our business. what we believe yeah. in, I think that's one of the major things. Like I want a lot of people to understand within like, the vintage community. It's what? How do you feel about your business and what works best for you and your audience? Because a lot of the times, I'll see like, of course, like young people come to the vintage industry. I'm sorry. And they'll be like, oh, like where are all the rap Where we're all the windbreakers, Where are all the Nike single stitch crewnecks, mm-hmm. and it's like, I wish we always came across those things, but you're more likely to find generic, random pieces when you go thrifting than you are those really sought after grails. Oh yeah. So, so sure. right. So I think it's important for you to, get, over time, of course, you will realize like, hey, like what works best for me. If I only want to find those grails, only sell those grails, you're gonna have to thrift a lot more or buy them from people at a higher price point, which means you're probably not gonna have the best return on investment, or a large variety of items for your audience to pick from. Yeah, or
1: you're just going to be holding on to stuff for
0: a, a lot longer. A- exactly, exactly, exactly. And and, and and to be honest with you, there isn't any right way. It's what works best for you. Yeah. And I think that's what's really dope too, with like this game of vintage that you want to play, you're the one that's able to dictate the rules, you're the one that's able to decide what's best for you and your brand and, and your audience and everything. So I think that's what's really, really good. Um, one thing that like I think we've been trying to figure out, like how can we like minimize expenses, like you mean, how can we like cut down on certain things, and I think one thing that we've done that's like really helped a lot was when we went to the States more, is I realized, you know, maybe John L should just go by himself or whatever, you know.
1: Yeah, Some for extra, those types like, of events, mm-hmm. I feel like for event-wise, we're really good at like minimizing our expenses, like keeping our costs like we're not having no like five course meal yeah. like <laughs> a lot of times we're eating like McDonald's and like whatever. or we'll bring food <laughs> or we'll bring food like I for example like our event that's coming up tomorrow we always like pack food and like, we'll pack lunches if we do buy anything it's like something really small yeah it's like under like 20 bucks for the day yeah or whatever. it's never like anything crazy um in terms of events in general I think we're actually pretty good at minimizing expenses mm-hmm. I think like in other areas I personally think that we don't overspend mm-hmm. like i think we're very like frugal and like conscious of like the money that's going out um so yeah i don't know i feel like we're pretty good the only thing i can say is like shipping and we have already to cut that out yeah yeah yeah
0: i think another thing too is like maybe the price points which we at. like i think we're gonna get to a point where like, we're gonna buy so much more pieces so hopefully we can have like a personal relationship with the wholesalers and be like hey like mm-hmm. instead of doing x amount per pound We want to do x amount now because we're buying such a larger quantity mm-hmm. but i think that just takes time and over time we'll be able to like figure that stuff out
1: and building the relationship too yeah, for sure. like, the more I'm, I'm in business the more i realize that like running a business is just about maintaining relationships mm-hmm. like whether it be with your customer or with other businesses regardless yeah
0: like you know it's like, literally
1: maintaining relationships keeping people happy as long as people are happy yeah, is gonna
0: work. and i think that's why that's why again that word's gonna become consistency and that's what it really is you know what i mean like i like we, i feel like we've talked about this before where like our client base that we've been able to curate is not looking for perfection they're not looking for like the holy grail of like marketing that we do yes. of content distribution yes. of the clothes that we get they really just want Consistency, yeah. Like you know,
1: and I find. Have you noticed that there's a difference between some of the different like selling apps that we work with? Like, for example, I feel like people that purchase stuff from us through Grails and Depop and like Etsy and eBay are more kind of in tune with vintage yeah but one thing i've noticed through poshmark for example yeah, yeah, yeah. is that the people that are purchasing are more so looking for like cheaper used clothing, clothing. yeah 100 yeah. Yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah yeah so i'm finding that like our demographics or not our demographics but the demographic that is on a different selling app also varies so we have to kind of Get find a that. way to tailor to them and cater towards them
0: you know what i think that is though because, from what I've realized anyway, like 90s vintage, or early 2000s vintage or used clothing is predominantly guy based.
1: Yeah. And a
0: younger generation, right? Where some sort, so like you have eBay, which is probably like vintage, or sorry. <coughs> sorry, then eBay, which is probably like guy based, Grail, probably guy based, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <coughs> but then when you have something like Poshmark, it seems like they have a larger female demographic than anywhere else. And i feel like when it comes to like the female demographic of shopping a lot of women are are able to interchange between they do i want a vintage piece or do i want something that's just like <coughs> that's used at a better price point and i feel like a lot of the shoppers at poshmark they're more so like frugal shoppers where they're just looking for for reasonable priced items yeah. where people from like grail or ebay they're a lot more pretentious where they're looking for real vintage from the 90s and stuff yeah, like that yeah. you know what I mean? yeah that's what I, I think i could okay.
1: definitely say that because to be honest like our quality of clothing has not changed at all oh. we post all the same clothing on all of the apps whenever we have feedback come from depop or ebay or sp or grail well grail doesn't really have feedback yeah, they but do, they, do. they do yeah yeah
0: but yeah it's, but we're still five out of five on all those yeah
1: whenever we I eat mean, five out of five and then poshmark it's like oh like uh, 12
0: out, out of five yeah three out of five left like,
1: yeah I'm like, like what <laughs> like
0: like the one that um, confused me the most was the Nike crew neck that was, was pretty much brand new yeah right? it was pretty much brand new guys it wasn't a vintage one it was probably like less than two years old you know what I mean like wasn't faded the graphics were still perfect conditions no stains no rips no odor no nothing we shipped it out like within two days the person got it extremely quickly and I think they wrote you know, it was three out of five I'm like oh I expected more so, like, so for us, it's like, what did you guys expect? Yeah. But I think it's important because you had brought this up. It's like, since we're dealing with a different demographic on these apps, maybe we should take more time in like measuring the pants, like what you did, right? Like those jeans. Which doesn't make any sense, too. Like, even those jeans, those jean shorts that you, like put all the measurements on, the pictures were great, great price point. I and don't know. And I was thinking it was like, like was 2 like, out of like, 5 or something? Yeah, she
1: gave us a 2 out of 5, and then she was like, oh, the description could have been better. And That's I was like... like
0: the picture is like so clear. We the gave it Yeah. The and we had like the proper measurements that you I,
1: I measured the actual shorts, wrote everything down. So it's like, what else did you want me to say? Yeah.
0: And I think it really just goes to show like how no two events are the same, no two clients are the same, no two selling apps are the same as yeah, well, too, right? For sure, for so sure. I think with Poshmark, they're a bit more picky. I, I don't answer. think, I
1: think Poshmark is catered towards a different demographic. Mm-hmm. So like Poshmark is catered towards people having a surplus of clothing mm-hmm. and getting rid of the clothing that they have in their closet. Mm-hmm. So but like- I like a lot of apps are like that though. Like not, they they, they, not like they always, an idea. Not always, because I feel like Etsy, for example, is actually set up for businesses. Yeah, eBay that's true. is set up for businesses. Okay. Grail, even to a certain yeah. extent, is set up for businesses, but it's more of like a hype. It's just a different, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. different demographic in general. Because when you
0: said that, I was thinking of Grail, because Grail is like, oh, make extra cash off the of closing your closet. Yeah. But Grail, it's but like it's but I guess grilled, a different market. It's still different a completely
1: market. different market. Whereas like Poshmark is marketed towards like predominantly excess women else. getting rid of excess clothing. Like a lot of the times when I'm looking on there, I'm seeing like you know stuff from Aritzia like that still has a tag on it like oh wore once or like you know what I mean stuff like that so I feel like too, that's what people are looking for when they go on so like when they see like a vintage distressed Levi's denim that's like ripped to shreds mm. and has like so much character on another app people would be like oh my gosh this is the best thing I've ever seen mm. whereas like on Poshmark it's like what like I'm looking for a brand new pair of shorts pretty much you yeah, know what I mean yeah, 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 yeah. so I just I feel like we just have to be a little bit more conscious of it because obviously we want to give people what they want, and we want to service people in the way they want to be serviced, but like, <coughs> we have to kind of like tailor ourselves to that demographic
0: of people. No, 100%. I think that's the best way to go about it, because in my head I was like, forget those guys, Like fuck them. If like, they don't like our shit, forget them. But the reality is like, that's not what business is business no. isn't based off of what you like it's what's best for the client exactly. you know so I think of course we sit here and be like honestly oh, whatever like we're not gonna change anything if yeah. that's their issue yeah. we're already failing you know of what course. I mean because like we've seen this movie before and we kind of have a, a good understanding of like what needs to be, be what needs to be done so we can like appease the client at all at all times and the
1: crazy thing about running a business is that like it's so easy to want to take it
0: personally oh my god of course like, because it's, it's like it's so easy
1: to be like oh my, oh my gosh. god like you don't know what you're talking about you just didn't read the description like like it's so it easy it's so so easy but at the end of the day it's not personal at all it's they not, don't know me I don't know you at the end of the day yeah. they're spending their money so they deserve yeah. to be 100% happy with whatever they get no it's so true
0: because especially with like um sorry excuse me especially with like Instagram like where we do like show our faces a bit more and things like that mm-hmm. I feel like that's a bit more personal but in terms of all the apps people have no idea who we are they don't know they don't know if we're like a 12 year old kid they don't mm-hmm. know if we're white black or asian like you know what i mean so i think it's like it's good at the same time that we're able to like hide behind this veil but we still got to understand like we still got to be at the forefront of the stage to represent clarendon coach to the best ability you know because it's like even what happened right like where this girl was unhappy on etsy at one point she was like okay well the clothing was good she gave us like a four out of five
1: Mm
0: -hmm. but we're like you know what let's try and mitigate this let's offer her 15 percent. she bought another item and then bam she just bought something else again so I think the most important thing is like what you said, like how can we properly cater to the clients mm-hmm. at all costs? And maintain that
1: relationship. Like that's the biggest, that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would rather have somebody come back to me time and time and time again than get their money once, have them not be satisfied and never come back again. 100%. Like at the end of the day, you always want that repeat customer. And like I literally, sometimes I feel jaded because I'll think about it in every aspect like i'll go into a store and like if i don't feel like i got the best customer service i'll be like i won't be rude i won't be no type of way but i know in my mind that i'm not coming back (laughs) you know what i mean so it's like it's like you have to think of that and you have to always take that into consideration because a repeat customer is always better than a one-time customer yeah
0: and i I think i'm I'm, the one thing i always try to hold on to is like 80 percent of your sales will come from 20 percent of your audience you know what I mean? And that simply says that, hey, that, like, that 20% is so important. Don't get me wrong, I would love um, client acquisition, so constantly getting new clients coming through the door and everything. But a lot of the times, they're going to be one off people. Mm-hmm. You know, so like for us, it was, it's really important to understand that, like, hey, these are the 20% that are always there. How can we ensure that, like, they're satisfied, you know? Like, is it asking them questions? Is it giving them free stuff? Yes. I think that's always a good thing, like, you know? Like, there's, some, like, there's like three people in my head right now. I'd want to give them a couple free items just because, like, they've held it down so much, you know? Oh, like, yeah, skin. Sure. So I think that's always, always, always important, you know? um. But, yeah, I think that's about everything. Is there yeah. any last words? No? Because that's the usual. Just
1: say like the last word, babe. Say like the last word, quick. Um. So my last word is for all of our customers
0: mm. right we appreciate you from the heart thank you because mm. mm. without you it'd be nothing. Mm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Say preach, preach, preach. Um my last words um my last words are gonna be out to those people that like watch our content and everything. Thank you. Like you know like without you guys even if it's like one of you or two of you there's some weeks where our our YouTube video gets like one view. So that, and then, sometimes it's me i think <laughs> to check if there's <laughs> but like it's if anyone ever does like come across our content like thank you like we always try to put out stuff that's like of course educational funny but and entertaining at the same time but if it can be helpful why not okay. why not you know but guys until next time peace.